Everybody to the nations worldwide, this is the Travel Couple Podcast where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that travel lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. Join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide and on Instagram at to the nations worldwide to follow along with everything we've got going on at to the nations worldwide. That includes our weekly world map t-shirt giveaway on our Instagram channel. Look for the Instagram posts with the episode text over it and see how you can win your own world map t-shirt every week. In today's episode, we are joined by Roxanne and Marche of Once Upon a Journey. They are a same-sex couple who decided to pack their bags and journey throughout the world together. We talk with them about their travels, experiences traveling as a same-sex couple, and how they have worked to establish, establish themselves as a travel couple. So without further ado, here's our interview with Roxanne and Marche. Today, we are joined by Roxanne and Marche, two Dutch girls in love with each other and travel. You can catch them exploring, writing, photographing, and the world on their blog at www.onceuponajourney.com. That's onceuponajourney.com. Hello, Roxanne and Marche. Welcome to the show. Hi, very much. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yes. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, am, am I getting that pronunciation okay there? Yeah, I'm impressed. You're doing really well. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. So I like to just get started with our couples to get to know about the two of you a bit more. Why don't you guys tell us a bit about yourselves and what you're doing with Once Upon a Journey? Um, yeah, so I'm Sam. And I'm Marcia. Yeah, and uh, so we started to travel the world March 2017. And since then, we're still traveling and we've been home for two months. Yeah, and on the road, we actually uh, started Once Upon a Journey. Um, at first, we had this idea to travel uh, to tell folk tales and fairy tales from all around the world. But then we kind of created our own fairy tale while traveling, so now we're telling our travel stories. Mm, very nice. And uh, how about the two of you? How did you meet? So we actually both worked at the cinema uh, when we were uh, so as a job on the side. And um, yes, it's not very romantic. <laughs> we're just both been made porn and everything, so. Gotcha. Very nice. And uh, did you two both have this love of travel before you went on this journey together? Or uh, was one influencing the other a bit more? How uh, I think we both really liked to travel already for. Like, yeah. We met, I did a long backpacking trip in when I was 18 years old. And uh, Matja went like traveling in the States for a bit when she studied, studied abroad, abroad. And uh, yeah, when we met, we knew we wanted to do that together. We uh, didn't think it would go on this long, though. No. <laughs> Yeah, very nice. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about travel together. And um, I'd like to warm up our guests in this, uh, in talking about travel with a simple two-word question. But for so many couples, it has such a complex response. And that is, why travel? I think for different reasons, but we really like meeting other people, like locals, but also travelers around the world, trying different foods, but also... Uh, experience different cultures. Yeah, for me, it's very mind-blowing how 
normal isn't everywhere. So while traveling, you experience such different ways of doing things, and that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. Just experiencing that other culture and uh, immersing yourself in it is just such an amazing way to experience the world and to open your mind, for yes, sure. Yes, definitely. How about the two of you? Where were you last? Where are you right now? And where are you traveling to next? So we're currently in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Before this, we were uh, in Java, uh, Indonesia. And next will be Laos. Yeah. Very nice. And then... Um, in Thailand, is this kind of like uh, a home base for the two of you, or is this kind of just the ne next trip in a series of trips? Yeah, we have like a like a base, but we really like Thailand, so we just keep going back to Thailand. Uh, we consider it almost a base now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year, yeah. we went to the Lantern Festival in Chiang Mai, and we really liked it so much that we decided to go again this year. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, with Chiang Mai, I've heard it's a it's very much like a digital nomad, uh, very popular destination. Is this true? Is there a lot of um, people kind of in the same shoes as the two of you where they're just traveling the world and they're trying to make uh, some money while on the road? Yes, we did. Many of them, we know they're out here, but there are many like, it's a bit, I think, like Bali, like all those hipster places where you can like coffee shops and co-working places. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And then going on to uh, Laos, have you guys planned what you're going to do there? Have you been there before? Uh, I went there before um, six years ago, but we never went together. But now we're going on like a, a press trip, so an organized trip so to southern Laos. Um, so that's less explored. And um, yeah, I'm very curious to see yeah. what it has offered. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And sorry, what was the, the last place you two were before Chiang Mai? Uh, Indonesia, Java. Oh, yeah. And how did you like it there? Um, so, so it was a bit mixed place because um, mm -hmm. we really liked the nature uh, on Java and there were so many nice places to visit. We went to like this amazing island called Karimun Java and not so many people go there. Uh, but we really loved it. But sometimes, I don't know, yeah, it was a bit difficult with finding good food. And sometimes the people try to scam us, especially East Java, a lot. And yeah. it didn't happen to us before on our trip. So yeah. I guess we just didn't expect it and yeah. Yeah, sometimes a bit, the vibes weren't that great with the local sometimes. Um, it depends on the place, because yeah. we've met like the nicest people, especially students in Jakarta. they all want to practice their English, so they come to you and want to do an interview, and then uh, they want to take pictures together, and that was really nice. Yeah, and we saw the most incredible mm -hmm. waterfalls ever, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, on Jaffa, and yeah, yeah, we really like, recommend people going there if they like waterfalls. So, so yeah, very nature friendly. And uh, I, I like that you brought up um, that, you know, the locals, it's really amazing to interact with them and uh, and get to see their, their view of things and everything. But on the other side of things, there are uh, some bad experiences, like trying to get scammed and everything like that. While you were there, is there anything that uh, other travelers should look out for to make sure that they don't get scammed? Well, I think we really recommend like booking stuff online. Um, yeah, I think that helped us in many places, like booking your hotel in advance. For example, we came to this hotel and we already booked online, but we came there and they expected us to like, ask for a room and they said, no room, no room. And then we were like, oh, but we booked online. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They right, can right. find so gotcha. much information about things or bosses online, so that really helps to prepare yourself a little bit. Definitely, definitely. So you, you two have traveled quite a bit together. Um, with travel comes many different types of experiences. I want to go through a few of those different experiences with the two of you, starting with, how do you, what, do you, what has been your most rewarding travel experience together? Rewarding? Um, I think it was very rewarding. Um, 
think it was also like the most surprising country. Uh, it was so different from anything we've ever seen before. Uh, and it was really amazing to connect with the locals, although we couldn't understand each other. <laughs> we didn't stay, speak the same language. Um, so they were so friendly and welcoming. Um, and they just live in their girls with their animals and their families. And during summer, they pack up again, they move camp, and then they go live somewhere else. And that's just all they need. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I've seen photos of Mongolia. It looks incredibly beautiful. Yeah. It seems like a, an amazing place to travel. How about um, turning this in a direction? What have been your most um, awkward, embarrassing, or hilarious travel experience together? I think we started our trip in Russia, and then it's also a bit like work, maybe like a bunch of things. Because yeah, so we were doing a night train, yeah. and then apparently there was something wrong with our ticket, so it didn't scan. So um, it turned in, and what we think about it anymore. But then she wanted to, didn't want to do it for sure. Because didn't want to do it later. Yeah, so then every man comes into our mm-hmm. and then. He starts waving his arm, and he just looks angry, like, starting with what's going on. And then, in our coupe, uh, he tells us, um, ticket not that early, um, something wrong with them, and we do. So, uh, and we didn't have a ticket, and it was, like, getting dark, and this guy was so angry, well, and we were in no I mean, we did one thing, and apparently this one also had visit. It was maybe a girl or something, but we didn't know. And then, um, after a very neat discussion between the two men, apparently we could say, so, like, is it good? And then, yeah, oh, not good, but he's a very good man, so you can see him. Yeah. But we were pretty scared. Oh, well, I was very scared. Oh, I was like, we saw that. that. Yeah. We came out or something. Yeah. But then, say, our coupe, before this all happened, he came in, we were pretty scared. He was huge. Yeah, but then, after it happened, he thought, oh, I need to take care of these blonde girls. And then, my boss beard, and morning, he walked up with croissants and stuff. Yeah, yeah so he made yeah. a scene, and he was like the cutest ever. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome and it's good too i like that you brought up that you know it's it's embarrassing it's awkward maybe but it's also one of your worst travel experiences because sometimes you know when you in the heat of the moment it's a bad experience but when you look back on it if you can uh, laugh at it you can uh, find it funny together yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's 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 always nice to hear these stories and how you know the locals kind of help you through a situation a very nice story i really appreciate that yeah so moving on to the next part of our podcast, I'd like to talk about uh, your relationship. And starting with this, I'd like to ask, how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship together? Well, I think um, we've, I mean, it's a plus, but I think we've really um, grown stronger together. Uh, often we're 24-7 together and you see each other at, its, at each other's worst. Um, you really get to know each other better and better. So I think, that, yeah. yeah. And- it's all about like finding the balance. Yeah. Also while traveling, and now since we already traveled for quite a long time, we are better better finding a balance between us. So yeah, I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. For sure, and it's all about that balance. Definitely, uh, I like that you brought up that word, that balance in um, you know giving each other need, spending enough time with each other, and balancing what you're doing on a on a certain trip. Which brings me to my next question: Is when planning a trip. Which of you are going to take care of what? Do you have assigned tasks, like booking flights, booking hotels, excursions? Who takes care of what? So I always pack the bags. Or not they were in a hurry, then we do it together. But normally I always do it. Because I, I take mm-hmm. more care of the practical things, I think so. Yeah, I think Russ also books most of the flights and the hotels. But it depends. Like, it used to be a pretty strict um uh, yeah, restricting. Yeah, that Strict rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But now uh, we change it up a bit more often. Um, so it also depends on the travel planning. For example, I sometimes have these places in mind that I want to take pictures in, um, and then I make sure we go there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, well, you guys have been to many different destinations together, and I want to ask for another couple out there that might have similar interests to the two of you. What do you feel has been the best destination that you would recommend that couple that you've been? I guess uh, I think couple definitely Taiwan, definitely. Taiwan surprised us so much. We saw same couples going hand in hand on in public. Yeah, and PDA in Asia is not a thing like for nobody. So we were really surprised that we. Saw same same sex couples showing PDA in public. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. In, in, maybe even more than in the Netherlands. Um, yeah, it's a great place, and we really like Thailand. Also, just to be as there as a couple. So yeah, yeah. there's a reason we always keep going back to Thailand, just yeah. because we like it so much. Like vibes are very good, and it just has so much. Like there's Netherlands, there's like other beautiful national yeah. parks. Uh, there's good food. Yeah, and there's still unexpected places as well, like uh, Red Lotus Lake. Yeah. yeah, I saw one of your fruit in my Instagram feed of the Red Lotus Lake. It looks really beautiful, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's a very yeah, special Yeah, we have place. no clue why not more people are going there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, and you brought up something, you brought up, um, you know, for, because with your two relationship being a same-sex couple, it brings a whole other aspect into planning a trip or into um, you know, being in a, a, a different culture than what you're used to. And I also read in your blog that you, you refuse to, you know, boycott a certain country just because of that. And you want to be able to travel certain countries. Um, I want to ask the two, how, what do you have to be aware of when you're booking your next destination? Um, what do you need to consider and and prepare yourselves for before you go to the next destination as a same-sex couple? Well, I think beforehand it's always good to research the laws, of course, in a country. Um, and so, for example, it's good to know if there are like anti-LGBT uh, laws or um, if a country is going to protect people uh, against LGBT discrimination, for example. Uh, but on the other hand, we feel it's always better maybe to ask around for travel experience of others there are a lot of facebook groups out there um and i mean people travel everywhere and like lgbt people travel everywhere um and we think it's always best to hear from their experience yeah especially like the news some places are aren't portrayed that well in the news or like very negative for example malaysia they are recently very uh, negative in the news because there are two women that are were gained, you, you say it like yeah. that, right? Because they wanted to have like a sex with each other. But like that's one thing that happened that we yeah. felt like So that's of course not our experience in Malaysia and we've actually met so many lovely people who we could talk openly about our relationship, uh, about being in a same sex relationship. Um and yeah, so it really of course it really depends on the place and depends on so many things um, but yeah that's also one of the reasons why we started sharing our stories um, there's more than the news so we want to spread like stories beyond the news and also showcasing like the beauty a country a country has to offer mm -hmm. yeah and I couldn't agree anymore um, especially for like a uh... A same-sex couple to you know have to think about these things because they're not used to them or maybe they don't even think about them and they and they book that trip and they go somewhere and they aren't prepared for um uh for you know being a same-sex couple in a different culture that may not accept it um when you're at a destination that you you have read before that um may have anti-gay laws is there anything that you need to um 
you know, prepare yourselves for when you're in that country, uh, things that you, you would like to recommend other same-sex couples out there? Yeah, I think in general, we don't ex- uh, we don't show a lot of PDA. Um, I think in Asia, like, not many people do, like, locals don't do it either. So um, we always try to look what locals do. Um, for example, in Russia, like, a lot of girls walk hand-in-hand hand on the street. So we decided also to walk hand-in-hand hand because it wouldn't be weird. Um, and in Mexico, there was a lot of PDA on the street everywhere. everywhere. So yeah, we just yeah. have as well sometimes. So Yeah, yeah. definitely. So uh, it's, it's always a good idea to look at what others do. Um, for example, in Indonesia, um, since we were traveling to Java, uh, we were also a bit hesitant, for example, if we would stay in a hotel, we would not specifically ask for a double bed. Um, we were just seeing what we would get and also we got a double bed so that was no problem um but of course we didn't specifically ask for it because well you don't know <laughs> yeah here in thailand for right. example we just asked for a double bed because yeah we're yeah in thailand it's like way they're way more open, open about it yeah. yeah that's good and yeah i really like the advice that you two shared there um especially when preparing for a trip uh maybe go joining a facebook group that you can ask people about certain destinations get get advice and also um just watching what the locals do when you're in a destination i I really love that advice do you have any more advice for a couple out there that wants to make travel more of a lifestyle i think it's maybe a bit i don't know like a lot of people say follow your dreams but i really believe that you can make happen yeah Yeah, definitely but you have to go for it like it's not gonna it's not gonna happen to you one day and you really have to do it yourself like yeah you have to go chase after it so for example like um before we went traveling we saved a lot a lot of money as much as we could and then we went traveling and our idea was to just have jobs on the road but then like our online business began to grow um and we got opportunities to for example to work for dutch new year um, as a freelance job and yeah. that has helped us also, uh, a lot but yeah. it's like people nice, think yeah. that just selling for that but it's not true like we were so right yeah. it's yeah. like there was a job opening mm-hmm. so yeah things don't just happen but also some family or friends think we just travel around the world and uh, just, just having fun but we also like work we write blogs we make we're videos. hours spending on the computer and yeah. like on mobile devices yeah. and, and make con- it happen yeah connecting with people on Instagram or Definitely. whatsoever yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I couldn't agree anymore that um, uh, this type of lifestyle takes work. And if you're not willing to put in the work, the, the, maybe the lifestyle is just not just for you. And um, it segues perfectly into our final section where I want to talk to you more about Once Upon a Journey. And beginning with this, I just want to ask the two of you, I know you touched on it on the at the beginning of the interview, but where did the name come from? Yeah, March is a huge fan of fairy tales. Yeah. So I think <laughs> it comes a bit from that part. Yeah, because I think you actually love names. Yeah, I think so. Things things with girls, and we were like, oh, maybe we should do something with, like, lesbian or something. But they were like, oh, we don't have too much. And then we had the idea to have fairy tales and folks from around the world. And I think from that, yeah, I think the name came up. Yeah, I think at some point we were like, oh, my gosh, I had it. And then it was like, once upon a journey. And it was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, very nice name, and I like that there's a story behind and how it came to be. And uh, our last session, where we were talking about work, um, when did you two decide to start this Instagram? Um, where did the idea come from that you were going to start to post these photos on your Instagram? Yeah, it's a pretty funny story because it wasn't the same time. <laughs> before we went to travel like, on a world trip, 
Uh, Marta already wanted to do things with Instagram and blogging, and I didn't want to do it at all because I traveled before when I was 18, and I did not travel with a laptop or phone, just with the Lonely Planet. I kind of wanted to do it that way again. Marta was like, no, I need to bring the laptop and everything, and I want to write. Yeah, so <laughs> super so, glad I did. <laughs> yeah, so then I thought, okay, let's yeah. do, let's let her do her thing, and then we'll. Be, and I think at some point, I think after Russia, Mongolia, I think in yeah, China. Yeah, I think in China we decided, or Roxanne decided, like, okay, maybe I can get on board with the Instagram thing. And um, then started to host a of ourselves because before that we had this big idea about selling fairy tales. Like, yeah. that's whole idea. And but it didn't work. time and noticed that people really liked us. They were and were like, who wants to see our faces? But compared to like, the journey, people really connected with us and they wanted to follow us on the yeah, journey and not just see yeah. like general pictures. And so then started sharing more. Uh, yeah, then like Hollywood approached us to um, write a blog. Said, hmm, this is interesting. Really, like, makes money with or feed more and more people yeah, through and other platforms. I think and... that they found us or something. We were like, how, how did they find us? Like, how did they know about us? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they got really yeah. yeah. Very nice. And then what came first, the Instagram or the website blog? So we, I think, yeah, the blog came first because I said a blog. Um, it was very much like dragging. Like, it was with wigs and uh, the layout was terrible. Yeah, it was a different one. Than yeah, so yeah. It's, uh, it was also a different URL because it was still uh, much yeah. a URL. Um, so then, then we started Instagram, and then we changed to our new website. Um, yeah. Yeah. So September 2017. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. yeah, we the Instagram a couple months before that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, obviously, with maintaining a blog and maintaining an Instagram and all these social media channels, as well as planning for your next trip uh, or the trip that you're on in, in traveling. These are multiple full-time jobs that you're doing at once. How do the two of you juggle this? Yeah, so that's my... also a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So much does all the like the editing and yeah, that's kind of the reason why Roxanne does the pack bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I often I often take the pictures and then edit them, um, which takes a while. Um, and I think I think we're learning more and more to recognize like okay, now we need a break and we need to sit down and like actually process all the content we've been shooting or um, write some more content uh... yeah so like also it's for some people it sounds a bit weird maybe but traveling also makes you a bit tired so sometimes after after a couple weeks or months traveling we really need like a week like for like we do now in Chiang Mai we stay here for uh, a week just to like work a bit but also relax and yeah and, yeah, yeah, we went quite mm-hmm. fast when we were in Indonesia because we had like this month visa and whenever there's like a, s- a set period of time you can be somewhere, you're like, oh, you're going crazy, I like, I have to see everything, and oh, here, and this is here, and then you go, go, go. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we decided, like, okay, we need to do a week and just sit down and like yeah. also relax a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. if there's time. <laughs> Yeah, I like, I like that you said, you know, um, take that week or, or take a step back and just um, and just focus on maybe work for a week or focus on relaxing and, and spending time together. It, it really helps you kind of refresh and get ready for that next adventure, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Now, uh, continuing talking about the amount of work that goes into this lifestyle, uh, I, I like that you two went on your journey, but you also found an opportunity with your uh, with the Dutch newspaper to be able to kind of bring in some money while you're on your journey. Can you talk a little bit about um, 
maybe how you found that opportunity or how others can possibly follow in the same footsteps and, and find these opportunities that may let them uh, travel, but also bring in a little bit of income while they're traveling? How do you find this, uh, this opportunity? Yeah, so um, that's what, with, when I set up my, the first blog of Once Upon a Journey, the Dutch one, um, I found this website who collect, that collects, like brings blogs together or something. Um, so it's kind of like blog loving, I, I think, um, but it's version. Um, so it's kind of a platform for blogs, but also um, brands or companies like to connect them together. Um, there are so many platforms out there. Um, and then we got like an email every week or something. And then there was an opportunity um, New, one of new fresh oh. content for new um, so I just applied for the job um, and there are so many different ways you can do freelance work or write freelance articles um, it's really as simple as just googling like how can I write freelance for something or an organization but I think it's also good to tell that you did not know it and I it was kind of a vague job description but still you wanted to do it um, yeah. to grow yourself so to grow I wanted to do it for the experience anyway I also did some guest blogging mm -hmm. for some uplogs just to um, gain more experience and also like promote yourself a bit more so people can find your blog. Yeah. Um, so I think that's very important. Yeah, I was willing to do every for nothing um, or for the experience. Mm. Uh, so we actually spoke to another um, travel call and they actually, they also saw this description from the newspaper, but they passed on it because they thought, oh, we're not sure if it's gonna pay, so we're not gonna do it. Um, so, but eventually it does pay. So, um, yeah, eventually I think yeah, it's good to do stuff like you. You definitely have to be passionate about stuff about these things to do it um because you yeah you need some determination yeah <laughs> but don't do three things yeah. all the time but it's no, a good start yes definitely get yourself out there yeah. gain the experience uh yeah learn from yeah definitely getting the experience and i like that you went in there um with a passion with that you know what it didn't really matter if you were going to get paid for this because this is what you wanted to expand with your skill sets and everything so i, I like that, that that's the mindset that you went in with it um really really uh really nice and um you know with your instagram uh in your blog a lot of people when they first start out they, they struggle with getting that momentum that first momentum of getting the first little bit of followers or the first uh little bit of readers to their blog how did the two of you get that first little momentum that first little push that allowed you to expand on to get more followers to get more readers i think for every health connecting to similar accounts um so of course you have like thoughts and everything with Instagram, but we also really just like connecting with like similar accounts and also share the experience. Um, everyone was saying oh, cool about the new algorithm and um, we always had these mm -hmm. theories. Oh my gosh, now shadow bands, everything. Um, but we were just all <laughs> learning together. I think that really helped us um, also to, it's also really nice to like grow together with other people. So I think for us that really helped, we were all boosting each other and like, yeah, like also really helping each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think networking is really important, and uh, and like you said, joining these groups that you're kind of helping each other and, and pushing each other to to you know gain those followers, gain that attraction yeah. for sure. Um, do you have any advice for a couple out there that maybe wants to start an Instagram while while they're traveling or wants to start a blog? Do you have any more advice that you want to give that couple that that um, that needs that little bit more push to uh, Flint's lifestyle? I think. Do it like you can definitely overthink this too much um, and worry too much and like oh what's my first post gonna be or like uh, it has to be perfect already like if you scroll down in 
like every big account, if you scroll down long enough, you you notice that everyone just started somewhere and it, it didn't start perfectly. Um, so I think just start like and don't give up because yeah, it's like a roll, it's a roller coaster. Like you have like very high moments because, but also like very low moments, low moments sometimes. <laughs> like we can of course share them together. Um, I think yeah. everyone can share. Yeah, I mean, that's you can true. always that's find that's others. That's also the yeah. beauty of the internet. You can connect with others. Um, so you never have to be in it alone. Um, there are so many people going through what you're going through. Um, yeah, but of course you won't know that if you don't mm-hmm. actually do it. Yeah. And what yeah. do your followers have to look forward from the two of you on uh, Once Upon a Journey? What's next for the two of you? Well, I think yeah, so, yeah. the next thing is... It's also a bit scary thing. Also scary. Yeah, yeah. we're going to Africa. Yeah. yeah. But um, we're going to Ethiopia. Um, so yeah, that's not specifically LGBT friendly country. Uh, so yeah, it's a huge. Mm, very nice. And uh, have you done a little yeah. bit of research into Ethiopia and what to expect from it and everything? So uh, the tips we gave, we also did that. Like we asked in Facebook groups if people went to um, Ethiopia, but we asked like people at IGLTA. That's like um, a big. Uh, Gay lesbian organ- travel organization. Yeah, if they have tips for us. Yeah. And... I mean, I have four also, so that helps. Yeah. Uh, I've been with my family. Um, so I do know what to expect from the culture. Uh, people, uh, but of course, I've never been together with Roxanne. So. Now, I didn't ask this before, and this wasn't a planned question or anything, but um, <laughs> with, with the two of you being a same-sex couple and uh, wanting to... I guess what I want is, what makes you want to travel these countries that may not be as friendly to same-sex couples? What makes you have that passion to visit these countries? So, I think we can go there. Why? We're, I think, yeah, we have this curiosity. We wanted everything and we don't want to exclude something um, just because they might not have friendly LGBT. Every country has an LGBT culture. Uh, and if we don't travel there and we, we are scared and afraid the whole time to go there, like, Nothing's mm-hmm. going to change. Uh, so I think beauty everywhere, and it's not just this one negative thing. Uh, so I don't think we should boycott it like that. I mean, I to- we totally get that people don't want to risk go uh, to go right. there. Yeah, safety is very yeah, important. Of course, safety comes first. Uh, for us, that's not. I mean, we're not on like uh, just a holiday or something. So for us, that's and of course we're not going to show like our the rainbow like mm-hmm. in Ethiopia or something. So yeah, of course, do PDA and everything. We will be careful. Um, for us, it's also not necessarily important that if people meet us, that they know we're coming. It's like we want to know that person, and the person gets can get to know us. Uh, and it's not the first thing. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. identify us first I no think. it's not hey i'm right. and i'm SPN, and with some yeah. other events that happen yeah on. sometimes it's really important for someone uh for everyone to know um but that's different for everyone yeah yeah I really like your guys' mindset and uh, and where you are with you know wanting to travel the world together and experience this together. Um, it, it's really lovely to talk to you. And, and there you have it, Roxanne and Marjay sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. yeah it was very awesome. I just want to hand the floor over to the two of you. Uh, let our, fo- our listeners know where's the best place to check the two of you out and what's the best place to uh, reach to you. I think on Instagram. It's also Once Upon a Journey and they are and and like message and we want to you. Definitely. Yeah, and we also do like Instagram stories so you can also see more of us. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you to all of our listeners out there, to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 35. That's episode 35 for this show notes episode. Learn more about Once Upon a Journey and everything that they've got going on. Leave a comment on the page. We'll be sure to get back to you. Let us know your experiences as a same-sex couple traveling the world. And if you'd be so kind, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you these episodes every Wednesday. This is Mike Plutz and Natalie. Hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.